color drives a lot of our decisions. But if you look on your street, there's one house that's for sale that is not sold uh, that's kind of a, uh, a taupe color. And there's another house on the street that's a rental that's not rented yet, which is a gray color. Mm-hmm. I think if you gave me a paintbrush and I painted both of those houses, I could sell the one more quickly than, it's, than it is now, and I could get the one rented that's not rented now. This is my landlord, Adam Jones. In Chapel Hill, North Carolina, almost everybody is neighbors with Adam. His real estate management company, Millhouse Properties, is one of the biggest rental firms in town, and in a college town. There are a lot of rental homes. We used to just ride bikes up and down the street and everything. Everything was so calm and so peaceful here in Chapel. This is Rita. Her elderly mother is one of my neighbors. As she sat outside her mother's home on a sticky, sunny March afternoon, selling fried fish sandwiches to a crowd of hungry neighbors, Rita reflected on our town's recent history. And Chapel Hill is gradually changing. I think it's, it's changing to catch up with the times. There's some tension in our happy corner of Mr. Jones's neighborhood. There are 13 houses, a predominantly black Baptist church, and a black funeral home in our quiet tree-lined street on the edge of town. This is a big change from the past, Rita told me. The neighborhood used to be composed of uh, mostly elderly black people um, who had lived in the community for years and years, but you know, slowly they started to die out. And meanwhile, college students, students like me and my three housemates and our neighbors two doors over and just next door and two doors down and across the street have moved in. We all get along with our neighbors and we live in a gentle sort of truce, but in other parts of town, the parts of town where students have completely taken over historically black neighborhoods, the stakes are a bit higher. I think there's some, a little bit of false hope in some of these neighborhoods that used to be predominantly African-American or low income. Adam owns houses in those neighborhoods too. But this isn't necessarily a story about racial tensions or rising rent. This is a story about the color yellow. It's not quite like peep yellow, but it's a little like lighter than that. This is Hannah, a postgrad who lives in one of Adam's other houses on our street. If Adam owns a house, he paints it yellow. On our street, two houses are this mill house yellow, and there's another one just around the corner. The house you live in and the uh, the other houses that I have, I, actually almost every house I own is yellow. And in thinking back, um, I've had some of these houses for 15 years, and they've never been empty. This isn't a story about race. This isn't a story about gentrification. This is a story about the cautionary yellow light in between a stable community of families and a transient community of students. By painting his houses yellow, Adam offers his many neighborhoods a quiet warning. The students are coming. Get ready.